Testing, testing. How would you like to start it off? All right, here we go. Another episode of uh, the Sentinel Spectrum. Um, we're doing uh, the whole flat Earth thing again. This time, we're going to try to um, go a little bit deeper with uh, the subject matter because uh, I know I'm I'm learning. I mean, I'm already convinced. Um, uh, this this Quaker over here uh, has got me convinced. Hello. That. Uh, <laughs> He's got me convinced, man. I, I don't know if it's just him or it's just things that I've, you know, different things that's come to my mind about this subject. Uh, you know, since I don't know, man, I, I, th- I definitely say that you've been a part of helping me to look at things a little bit differently because it's more like saying that I didn't have a complete picture uh-huh. of why things in the world are the way they are. Like, why would there be people out there that would want to condition us to think it when we was in kindergarten or first grade or yeah, I'd I'd say it was probably that early when we was in elementary school, uh, they'd have a globe and they're, they're telling us, Hey, you live on a ball that spins really fast and yet you can't feel none of it. Right. That's, that's, that's kind of goofy, man. And now that I think about it, it's like, well, that's really absurd. And now when I talk to other people, I'm like, how silly does that sound? If I just merely tap somebody on their shoulder hard enough, they're going to feel that because the way our equal equilibriums in our heads have been designed is going to feel the slightest movement. And yet they can even put those types of sensors in a cell phone, a smartphone these days, where if you move your phone just a little bit, it, it can detect that because you got the compass. Yep. You've got, you know, uh, different, um, sen- well, those same sensors, I guess, are used for like fitness and step tracking and all these things. And I'm thinking, well, man, if this thing is spinning at thousands of miles per hour and we can't feel it, to me, that's a that that in itself, I think, would be scientifically impossible. Right. Yeah. To go. It's like we went and rewind there kind of similar. Uh, Similar to how NASA tells us that we used to have the technology to go to the moon, but now we destroyed that, and it's a painful process to build it back. I mean, well, I don't understand how we 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 go and rewind like they they have the uh, what, so the, that's what they're saying now. The, yeah, it's the, an official statement put out yeah, by NASA. It's they can't leave low Earth orbit is what it is now. Like there's like been four people to leave low earth orbit and like maybe 20 some that have supposedly went to what they still call space, you know, where, where they go to a weightless environment where you just drift off. You know what I mean? There's no gravity. So, so you're saying that the flat earth subject, the whole topic, you're saying that has something to do with NASA, you know, deceiving people to believe that not only is the earth different than what we was, you know, in other words, if, if the, if the earth is different and the sky is different and the space is different, then like, why do you think they would be like, well, uh, we don't want them to know we can't penetrate the dome. Cause if there's a firmament, which is biblical, right? There's a, yes. there, there are these, these terms are in the Bible and people can look this up and I'm sure that you got some Bible verses uh, for us eventually. Oh yeah. Um, but if, if we can't penetrate the dome, then that explains um, accidents like the Challenger 
and other other times where we see these things happen, but they're they're trying to give us another explanation. And I'm like, well, but what's the point? What's the point of deceiving us and making us think that um, we can penetrate? Well, we can go out into space, but we can't. Well, if I'm if I'm able to sit and talk to somebody face to face, I'm usually able to get them to at least hear me out and see my point of view without like an immediately dismissal, an immediate dismissal. Uh, it helps if the person knows um, about the Bible, has, um, that they believe in a heavenly father and that they know that uh, Satan himself is just as real. Um, I'll have to start with my background. We, you, you and I, we, we share similar backgrounds. Like we, we've both been, um, oh, I don't want to say um, spiritual because that's such a vague term, but we've been into church things pretty much our whole life. Wouldn't you? Well, like, I, I didn't grow I think up in it church to have that background. Like, Growing up, I mean, I was kind of exposed to it, but I didn't really grow up in church. Okay, I mean, as far as when, when you when it comes to the home that I grew up in, it, there was not a whole lot of deep discussions about anything. It wouldn't matter what no? it was. Okay, so I mean, to me, is is like the Lord uh, Himself is the one that had to spark interest in me about anything. Like I've read more books when I got out of high school than I did when I was in high school, middle school, elementary. I mean, and I'm, I'm, and that might sound like an exaggeration, but I'm pretty sure that I could, you know, that, that I'm, I'm pretty convinced that the Lord sparked in me a curiosity for truth and knowledge. And like I said, like, why in the world would you think that, you know, anybody would want to deceive us into thinking otherwise is saying that like, okay, so they presented us the globe. They presented with us, you know, this whole idea of space and how that they take rockets and they go out to space or whatever. And I'm like, I know how, I know, I know how I got to a point where I'm just like, I'm questioning everything. I'm, I'm like saying, Hey man, what's the point? What is just, just to start off. Well, what is the point of deceiving us? If we're to believe the story that's given to us from the Bible, we know that, Lucifer is the god of this world. And he's, he's given so much time to rule here until uh, his time's up. I think it's like 2,000 years. I don't know. Uh, the, the years in God's world is obviously different than here. But, uh, I'm not correct on the. I'm not totally sure about the the amount of time that he's given, but so you think it would his, have something to do with like Hollywood and yes, the way they operate? He's, and- he, he's working with the elite to uh, deceive us. He, they've created an illusion that's designed to take people away from God, away from our heavenly Father. Uh, Isn't that crazy, though? I mean, that so much effort, because this isn't just about human effort. This is also about demonic effort. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I I know I have at times I've allowed myself to be put under pressure. It's like so a lot. The common term in the Bible is temptation, but it's like not all temptation is the same. Some temptation is 
is like saying, well, when you got peer pressure on you to believe a certain way over many years, especially from your upbringing, like you, you, you said something about similar upbringings or similar experiences growing up in spirituality and church and all this stuff. It's like, but I notice even within the church, certain, if certain peer pressure is put on you to believe a certain doctrine, then, then you're more susceptible to tempted to follow that path instead of questioning it for yourself or following another path. And it's like, man, I, I couldn't rely on my parents to tell me Jack squat. Right. Because okay. like I said, we didn't have deep discussions about a whole lot of anything. I mean, I've noticed how shallow and I, I don't want to be like knocking my own family too much. I'm just saying in general, I've noticed in society how shallow some people can really be. And I'm like, well, you, man, you look, I'm just, just looking at you right now. I know you, your clocks are turning, bro. I mean, I mean, you know, sometimes I overanalyze stuff myself and I, but like the Lord can make a, he can take that overanalyzation. He can use it to say, look, you know, I want you to analyze this subject. Help you develop good critical thinking. Yeah, skills. yeah, yeah, definitely. They, they mentioned that when I finally, eventually, finally, eventually uh, decided to go to college and they mentioned um, this whole critical thinking thing. And I'm like, Bro, that's such a simple thing, but yet some people don't use it. Yeah, I think it's referred to as discernment in the Bible, isn't it? Give me the discernment to know. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, it's like saying judgment. People overuse that word. I mean, they kind of. I mean, judgment is like saying, "Well, I have the ability to to determine right from wrong, or I can I can analyze something and come up with an explanation or interpretation from the data that I've gathered." So, I mean, you know, you, you look at judgment, it's like judgment doesn't always mean the same thing. When you say discernment, that, that sounds more like I'm just trying to determine like what in the world you're talking about, or I'm just trying to determine what type of bird it is out on that bird feeder. You know, I look at it with my eyes. The Lord's given my eyeballs the ability to look at it and to determine the color, the size, the shape, just distinctions. Exactly. In yeah. that bird, so I can tell what kind it is. And and in the same way, I believe the Lord has made people to be able to distinguish the difference between bullshit yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and stuff that is truth. Yeah. You're exactly right, Chris. We were given the tools that we need to, to decide for ourselves. But what science, this modern popular science, it was put into place. The whole reason why we have it. Like there's, we have real science and then we have pseudoscience. Well, pseudoscience is what's being taught in the schools. Um, it, the whole purpose is to uh, trick man into not believing these senses, these things that we're talking about that God gives us to, to be able to, to uh, discern our reality. He, so why do you think? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep coming back to this, bro, until you give me a reasonable explanation. Why do you think there's Why a do you think well, like that said, somebody would tell us that they could penetrate or they don't even mention a, a firmament or a dome? They just say, oh, yeah, we can go out to space with our rockets and this and that or whatever. Because my personal opinion is, so I'll, I'll give you this. My personal opinion is that if it was, if, if one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why that um, tax dollars were allotted allocated to these programs over many years. That's a lot of money, bro. Oh, I mean, yeah. so if they, they have a 
place for this ta- the our tax dollars to go, they could easily just be like, "Yep, that's where it went." But what if it's not where it went? To me, that's right. one reason. But why do you think they would be like, "Oh, we got space," but then and even Space Force now too, not to knock on Trump. Yeah. All these things are just to um, that each system backs up the next. Like if you can fabricate this lie, you, you have to do it from every single angle. You can't just say, oh, we can go to space. You have to, you know, say, tell man that nothing blew up into everything that we see. And uh, we all evolved from primordial soup, like, and monkeys became man. And we're just <laughs> going a million and a half miles one direction through a vacuum. Like the, all that is des, is is designed to make Distract. you, yeah, make you feel like that what you're experiencing isn't actually your reality, and that you can't trust your senses. Up isn't up, down isn't down. Um, you, you feel isn't look, it crazy? Yeah. It's like confusion. It's it, like saying if you can't trust that that the Lord, if, if if there's no creator and there's no, if like, I mean, when people question the validity of the Bible and, and they're like, oh, we evolved from monkeys or some primordial soup or, you know, and uh, we don't, we can't tell if up is down and down is up and all this stuff. Then there's no absolute principles. There's no law right. that says, hey, I shouldn't do this. You know, in this situation, like I can just do whatever. And it's like I've heard and I'm not saying I'm perfect in this matter. I mean, I no, really want to put that out there, bro, because I know that my will is something no, I know I've got to yeah. deal with. But I, I've heard that, uh, uh, you know, the Satanist uh, main motto is do what thou wilt. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, there's so many times I don't do what I want to do because I'm like, I'm concerned. Right. Uh, because I discerned. And there's other times I didn't discern, but there's times that, you know, I'm discerning and I'm still trying to exercise that to try to discern better. Like, hey, this is right. This is wrong. There's certain things I just don't do because the Lord has convinced me over many years that, hey, you know, there are certain things like, for example, you shouldn't mess with another man's woman. Right. Doesn't matter if they're married or not. If you can see that a man and a woman are together romantically living together, something like that. Guess what? Your heart, your mind, all of it should be in check and saying, I'm not going to look at this woman to desire her because Jesus mentioned that if you even look at a, yeah. a married woman, see that people don't know the, the, the exact language because it just says woman, but that doesn't make no sense. Cause then you couldn't even desire your own woman. If that makes, you know what I'm saying? Like how are you going to uh-huh. commit adultery? looking at just any woman. No, the specificity of the Hebrew, if you want to look it up, I'm not going to do it at the moment. (laughs) From what I've heard, and it makes sense that it's like, if you look at another man's wife with lust, you've already committed adultery in your heart with her. So like when I, when I, I think, well, Josh has got a girlfriend. Okay. So what? She might be attractive, but if I don't put my heart in check, then that can that can destroy me and your relationship, what whatever, and and that could cause drama, problems, and all this. And I'm actually of the mind that says there's a reason why people don't want the the laws of the Lord in place because then it, it it will put their their sin in check. Yes. And and if you don't put your sin in check at least somewhat, dude, it can get you killed. And I mean, messing with another man's woman, that I mean, I know that 
I'm not trying to harp on this too much. All I know is that I just I believe adultery should still be illegal. Like if if it's known that you have a significant other or you're cohabiting, you know, cohabitating or whatever with a woman or whatnot, you know, I believe it should be like counted as almost like theft or something. Yeah. You know, for 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 a man to, be, you know, to, to mess with, you know, the woman you're dealing with. And some would say vice versa. I'm not going to go into that topic today. I'm just saying that in general, bro, like you, you can't sit there and say you love your neighbor. If you if you're looking at their stuff and saying, man, I want what they got. And that's exactly. part of the Ten Commandments. Yep. That's a part of the law yep. of the Lord. But if you don't believe the the Bible's valid, that is a down like a down slope, like slippery slope of saying that, like, well, um, if the Bible's not valid, then that means I can, you know. Uh, murder somebody and do this and do that and do that. But they, but here's the thing. It's kind of weird in the society how that we have justified murder, abortion. Oh yeah. We've justified murder somehow in some way we're sitting here and somebody, some, some young female or something because of convenience or because she's scared or whatever is considering merely because, you know, uh, abortion isn't called murder. It's called abortion. It's like, well, if it's even presented as an option, she may be considering, hey, um, maybe I don't need to have this baby. Maybe it's not the right time for me. You know, I, you know, oh, what if I can't take care of it and all this? And it's like, look, faith says I may not have it figured out. But when you've got life being created by a choice that you've made. Um, yeah, you shouldn't end that life. And that's my belief system. And I believe that's pretty simple. But in this country for many years, the validity of the Bible and even this flat earth stuff, I think it all balls into one idea is that you either choose to honor the creator or you don't. And and if one of the reasons why you don't honor the creator is because you don't think the Bible's valid, because somebody conditioned you, you know, to they they hid archaeological evidence, you know, about the finding of Noah's Ark about, uh, well, this flat earth stuff, I believe that's a part of it. It's like when they hide these things and they condition us to think a certain way, bro, like they're pulling us away from the laws, the principles that the creator put in place for us to live by and to find peace in. And I'm like, man, I've seen it in my own life, how that the very people that's criticized me for my faith are the very people that have no peace and they're violent, hostile towards my faith. And, and they've given me a hard time talking about family just straight up giving me a ridiculous time and nitpicking at every little thing that I say and do all because what, because I believe in Jesus because what I, I don't believe that, um, you know, I should just do whatever I want. And I I don't, it's kind of weird how that works. Are are you alone on that in your family? Like, uh, kind of, I guess I thought that you had been raised by your family to to believe this the same way we, we do. no, no, okay. bro. Like my my mom's kind of a believer, you know. Like I'm really not trying to go too deep into that. Oh, yeah. But I will say that my dad is has been a a major opponent to my faith uh, in my lifetime, and for the last twenty two years or whatever. It's like there's there was times where he put a lot of pressure on me, um, and even said right out of his mouth he would rather me tell him lies than to preach the the Bible at all. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like when you got people that are that hostile towards truth in general, just it doesn't matter if it's flat earth. It doesn't matter if it's um, homosexual marriage, abortion, whatever it is, man. Like, you know, you've got people that 
they pick and choose what they want to be about. Yeah. Like the people have been raised in different times, different areas. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I have certain issues with family members, but then there's other issues where like, um, you know, I've had some other family members where I'd be like, yeah, they shouldn't let their, their kid watch Harry Potter, for example, because the Bible is pretty clear that the Lord don't like witchcraft. Nope. So why in the world would I want to want, want my kid entertaining the idea that there's a good side and a bad side to witches? Exactly. Oh, yeah. you can be a good witch. No, yeah. screw that. I, I am not about that crap. Not saying I'm perfect, but I I'm, there's certain things I'm just not about, bro. And I and 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 it's funny how people will look at you so crazy because whether you're believing flat earth stuff, because I used to look at it crazy. Yeah. I used to look at it like, well, what's a famous basketball player that believes in flat earth? Was it Kyrie Irving or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying I know what exactly he believes, but just that one fact alone, it's like, I remember looking at it like, who is this goofy dude that believes the earth is flat? <laughs> I didn't know who he was until, yeah, I heard he, uh, you know, he said, yeah, so. You've never heard of Kyrie Irving? I don't, I don't think I had heard of him before I had heard that, you know, he'd come out said, Earth's flat. So. Well, th- that's the thing, though, man. There's famous people that, that uh, if I looked it up right now, I'd probably na- name oh, some yeah. names. Um, I don't, I'm not sure I should do that, though. Um, I'm just saying in general, bro, like, you're not the only person that's coming to a place of just discerning, you know, the fact that we've been conditioned and there are certain things that come along with that conditioning, which is when you try to stand, when you try to stand on truth, it's going to make you an oddball and you might have some opposition. Sometimes depending on what you're doing with your life, you may have more opposition depending on like right now you're taking a step by faith to do this podcast with me. And you know, some people may have no clue who you are. Right. Well, I, I do believe that it's, it's, it's my calling, if you will. Like, and, and I do know, I understand that, you know, your calling, you will suffer through your calling. You know what I mean? Like being called crazy and you know, not going with the world is one, is uh, one thing that the Bible said would happen. I mean, you pick up your, uh, pick up your cross, carry it. If you will, if that makes sense. So you, you you feel like this subject alone is like a part of your cross. Mm-hmm. But uh, what have I, you actually? So. What have you? What what have you experienced? Oh, with telling somebody, hey, uh, yeah, um, I, I believe the Earth's flat, and 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 I believe that there's these other facts surrounding that. It's like, what have you dealt with? Like, what what is what so far? What have you experienced with trying to talk to people? Like uh, well, like I said, I'm I'm generally able to get a person to not dismiss it and. Only a, a couple people thought I'm truly crazy, but like who? Uh, I mean, you don't have to mention their names, but just who are they to you? For uh, for one, was a family member. Uh, my dad gave me the craziest look when I first uh, proposed the idea because you know, he, as he's grown up, the government has conditioned people to make fun of flat earthers and, and say that the the idea is completely preposterous and that we've been knowing the earth's a globe for thousands of years. It's, it's just, it's not true. You can go back and find out that it was actually introduced, uh, less than 
200 years ago. Seriously? Schools, yeah. Okay, so you're saying the flat earth model, or not the flat earth model, but you're, you're talking about like, um, what is it, the globe and all that? Yeah, the, the heliocentric they- model wasn't even introduced to schools as, as early as uh, 200 years ago. Like you can, Where could somebody find that information? Um, let's see. Where do you commonly look for facts about these this kind of thing? Um, well, I've met a community of people online, and we kind of take each other's back, and we we trade information. Um, I I look towards the Bible as my fact checker. Um, We're gonna get to that. Um. A lot of truth can still be found like on platforms that have been bought out, but you, you just have to follow the money. If, if that makes sense, like make sure you're not, you know, getting your information from the New York times or, you know, huge platforms where you can, you can tell that there's a, you know, an agenda or a mainstream narrative that where they're following community guidelines. Um, I, I like, uh, you can kind of just get the feel for, pages like a lot of times um like symbology occult symbolism they kind of have to show you the truth on these things like as crazy as it sounds you can uh be on a page and think you can you're seeing some truth and then you know something small as like a triangle or an owl or whatever you know or somebody's name you can look up and see that they're in the club they're they're illuminati and um, there were there a Freemason, or there a branch of some of these secret societies. Um, I just have to dig mainly. Like I, I don't believe anything until I can prove that it's wrong. So I get it from a few sources, really. Well, I just looked up uh, something simple on Britannica. So Britannica has been like a major encyclopedia brand for a long time. According to my memory, yeah, um, okay. I'll just read something that I just found on there that I find, you know, just a little interesting. It says different descriptions of flat Earth can be found in and annals of of ancient civilizations worldwide. For example, a, ancient Egyptian and Mesopotamian records describe the world as a disk in the ocean with the heavens arching above it. An Iraqi tablet dated at to 1000 BCE shows Babylon at the center of a flat disk, and the Greek philosopher. And Anaximander uh, perceived Earth as a flat disk perched at the top of a cylinder. In Norse cosmology, Earth's flat plane is encircled by an ocean with a world tree or pillar at the center, which reminds me, this is on the Britannica website, but that reminds me um, that just recently I'd heard somebody describe, you know, the whole deception about the North Pole. Uh huh. Yeah. And the fact that supposedly the Garden Eden is there or something like that. Yeah. So what have you found on that? Uh, well, I've, I've just recently found this, uh, found out that, that you really can't find a picture from space of Antarctica or the North Pole. And, you know, why would that be? Like, I can't help Unless but you're trying think, to hide something, right? Yeah, like I can't help but think. And then I, I start finding all these old maps. Like I've seen a map of, that actually showed 
this whole flat earth thing, right? And that just for an example, the land of Mars isn't some far off planet somewhere. It's a distant land beyond the the what? The ice wall, huh. the Antarctic ice wall. So I looked at this map and it had like all the supposed planets uh-huh. instead of it being planets out and about, you know, it yeah. was literally just far away from us still in this supposed plane, this plane of existence. So it's, in other words, it's like saying, you know, I even challenged uh, my daughter on this because she's kind of, you know, smart and into this kind of stuff sometimes. Um, she wants to be a paleontologist uh, oh. uh, when she grows up, uh, supposedly. But uh, and it's funny how the Lord used her to get me kind of curious about these types of things, uh, especially before I started talking to you about it. But um, it's like when you look at these maps, it's like, well, for one, I don't know where the map come from because I don't. I mean, this right. one of the sources, this guy's like, I don't know. He he does like conspiracy stuff or like folklore and it's usually about giants and uh-huh. far off lands that we've never heard of and all this stuff the antarctic thing and but as far as the the supposed true stories or uh adventures or journeys of a real life um military man I, I, i'm trying to think of his name colonel was it Ab, Ab, admiral bird or something like that uh-huh yes so like when i heard about stuff like that man it got me really curious so i even would i would like look into this stuff a little bit deeper and i just come to the point where i i try to keep my mind open now about this types of this type of thing where it's like well i've never been that far in this area or how should i say it's like as far as just the Western hemisphere, what they call the hemisphere. So it's like, I've been out of this country, but I've never been so far away, like say to another continent. You know what I mean? Like I've never like, so if I've never been to this supposed ice wall and you've got people showing videos of people just straight up taking a helicopter past the ice wall, then I entertain the possibility that it's like, well, maybe they just told us some bull crap. And maybe there is other stuff out there, and that w- which would explain other things like the UFO yeah. stuff. You know, the yeah. whole giant thing. It's like, where did they go? It's like you would have aliens, you know, um, from other places, people from other places. I mean, you you have reports of people coming from places. That it's like, well, wait a second, we don't have a country called what was it, Tartaria or something yeah, like Tartaria, Tartaria or something. Yeah. I mean, like it's just all this stuff. It's like, well, man, I mean. People might make stuff up for entertainment value and all that on the internet sometimes, but man, there's got to be some truth to this stuff, man, because there's literally been bones found, giant bones been found, pictures taken of it and everything, but then supposedly the Smithsonian's covering it up. I think, uh, was it Ethiopia? I can't remember which country, but there's actually a, a, a giant skeleton on display inside of a museum. Um, Where's that at? You know what? Ecuador? Ecuador, maybe? Not super positive. I'd have to look it up. But that's what you said reminded me of. There's actually a, a giant skeleton on display in another uh, another country. So I don't see how, you know, pe- that doesn't catch on. People don't see, oh, well, we have giant skeletons. Maybe the... When the Bible talks about there were giants in those days, that could be an indi- another indicator that the Bible might be true. 
Like, Isn't that crazy? Because, I mean, we keep saying this, and I'm going to keep coming back to this, man, but it's like, what is the point? What is the point? Uh, I mean, to me, it just it, it, it may sound simple to some people, but you mean to tell me that you honestly believe there's a possibility that that people for many years have been out there just trying to cover up anything that points to the validity of the Bible? Yeah, like that, that shows you why there's a need for a club, like the secret society. Like it has to happen so slowly over a great amount of time that they have to like build a family of some sort, like if you will. But what if they already had that though? Well, like, why would they have to build it if it was already there? Why would have they have to build what? You get what I'm saying? Just in other words, it's like saying that, you know, this isn't something like just what you said, a, a great amount of time. It's like, well, well, they didn't really have to build anything, you know, just out of nowhere. It's like this. It has been they've been given a lot of time, but it's like especially when they're motivated by evil powers. It's like we're talking thousands of years, man. Oh, yeah. That the devil and devils, plural. You know, I mean, even the Bible talks about how that people would give heed to seducing spirits and all that. And I mean, and even it mentions how that if it were at all possible, even the very elect, uh, the very chosen people of the Lord would be deceived. And I'm like, man, we're, we're, we have to be living in that time where that described that because I just feel the pressure, bro. Yeah. And I mean, and, and the pressure surmounts sometimes, especially when you got to debate people on these subjects and they're not even really that open-minded to just even have a peaceful discussion about it. I'm thinking to myself, like I've talked to more people about it since I've talked to you about it than, 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 than usual. But it's like, I've had a lot of conversations with different people from all different walks of life, especially when I drove for Uber and, you know, people just in general, man, no matter how much facts you give them, no matter how much truth you give them, they're always going to resist it. There are always going to be those people out there, man. They're always going to resist it because they would rather look at, you know, my condition being a humble servant. You know, if, if, if I, if I will say, you know, I'm not always that humble. So let's get that out of the way. I mean, in other words, if I go and I drive Uber and I'm humbling myself to make a little extra money in that manner and I'm, I'm humbling myself because that, that, you know, that is that that takes humility to say, I'm going to submit myself to the idea of providing somebody with a service that's going to actually put me in harm's way. Um, some people don't realize this, but there's been Uber drivers that's been killed. Uh -huh. And yet when I was doing it, I felt like my mission was to not only get somebody from A to B, but also to have the good conversations. Right. Bro, yeah. like I, no, I didn't even record. I wish. Some, sometimes I wish I'd have recordings of some of these conversations, man, because especially over many years with in different situations, but specifically I met different people from driving for Uber or whatnot. And uh, I just find, man, that, you know, sometimes people are, are oiled up and ready for you. They're ready for mm -hmm. your information. They're ready for your uh, argument uh, for a topic. You know, they're, sometimes they're not, though. And sometimes you have just, you've introduced a seed. that yep. That's different than saying, well, I watered what somebody else had already planted. The Bible talks about that. The Apostle Paul mentions that. It's like, I may plant a seed, but then you, at a different time, may water it. And right now, what we're doing, we're planting and we're watering. Exactly. Through this, through this podcast, we're, we're, we're planting seeds and we're also watering seeds. And sometimes, you know, um, with, you know, trying to 
organize all this because there's a lot of information, man. And it's hard to organize a lot of information that revolves around there really uh, is. This- the conditioning and the brainwashing has taken place in America and are actually around the world for many years. So um, if you could, man, maybe you could give us some uh, Bible verses that uh, helped you convince you um, of this whole flat earth model thing. And, you know, and just the way that the Lord had designed his earth okay, and his sky. I mean, just, just anything, man. I don't care what it is, but just give the, the, you know, book, the chapter, the verse, all that. All right. Um, well, first of all, I'm going to start off with, uh, do you believe science or the Bible? Uh, science says that, the Big Bang happened. First, there was nothing. Then it exploded. Well, I'm going to go to the Bible in every one of these categories. What the Bible says about that is, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So that's Genesis, right? Yes. Um, science likes to tell us we all evolved. Evolutions. We evolved from the primordial soup. Um Bible points towards God created man in his own image. Um, now these aren't. So you're telling me, and I just, I just had this thought. It's like, again, if, if the devil or people or whatever can get you to doubt that you was created in the Lord's image, then your value is lower, right? Exactly. Exactly. You don't, you don't um, feel special. You don't, well, um, I mean, there's different types of special. <laughs> yeah, well, you're you're. I mean, came from nothing. Basically, is is what they're trying to tell us. So, so if you you think you evolved from a monkey, you just look at yourself as just a piece of meat that yeah, uh, like is going to die, and I mean, you should just do all kinds of weird stuff while you're here on Earth. You know, yeah. Hey, just have sex with whoever. Just do if you get whatever urge. you want. Um, the solar system. Science tells us planets orbit around the sun. Um, the Bible says the sun, moon, and stars are moving above a stationary flat earth. I'll get some more uh, verses here in, here in a second. Um, science tells us the earth is spinning at 1,000 miles per hour and orbiting. orbiting I thought at, it was 60,000 something. Orbiting at 66,000 miles per hour. Oh, wow. I think it's 66,600 to be exact. 666. Um, the Bible says the earth is fixed, it's unmovable. It's on firm foundation with pillars. Uh, let's see here. Cause I'm trying to take notes. The earth is fixed and immovable. Uh, you could either, you could look up Psalm 33, nine, uh, Psalms 93 verse one. Uh, Psalm 96, verse 10. Psalms 104, verse 5. Uh, Psalms 119, verse 89 through 90. Uh, right. Isaiah 45, verse 18. 45. I got, I got a couple more. Isaiah 45, what? Isaiah 45, verse 18. Isaiah. So 
You're talking about like, so supposedly a lot of the Psalms were uh, written by King David, historical figure in the Jewish history, right? But Isaiah was written by, well, obviously the prophet Isaiah, right? Uh And you're talking about two different times. Um, But from what I've heard, you know, it seems to me like, you know, back in ancient times, you know, a lot of people just, um, how should I say this, just knew these things. They, they knew and understood or whatever, so that wasn't their dilemma. But, I mean, it, it's it's crazy how that in our modern time that there's just so there's just been such a satanic agenda yeah. to destroy our basic belief in the Bible. And I've noticed how some people, they don't want really to hear a word I got to say sometimes because as soon as they find out I'm a Christian or I believe the Bible, they, they almost make it seem like it's foolishness. Yeah. A guy tried to, a guy at my job just the other day tried to make it seem like he was going to blow my mind or he was going to crush my little belief or whatever so easily. I'm like, dude, I've been at this for years. Yeah. And I and and to me, I quickly and easily dismissed his little, whatever his, ref, his, his uh, refutation of my idea or whatever. I'm just like, dude. You don't even know who you're dealing with. I, I mean, I am so solid and convinced because of the Lord and what he's worked in me over many years. The devil's tried to destroy my faith. He's tried to, and I'm assuming you too. Oh, yeah. Tell me of a time where you was tested at the utmost about your faith and in, in the validity of the Bible and your belief in Jesus. Um, oh, boy. Put me on the spot. Well, that's the whole point. Um, <laughs> you got a microphone in front of you. A time where my faith was uh. tested. Um, well, um, I didn't know before I learned about all this flatter stuff. I didn't know how much people would resist it. I knew, you know, that nobody was talking about it because how long it took me to find out about it. But yeah, I don't remember hearing about it for many years. I remember hearing just a few instances growing up where somebody, uh, I think it may, I don't know how serious they were or if they're being condescending, but I remember hearing the earth is flat a couple of times growing up, but never really dawned on me until I was actually going through a hard time with, uh, an ex of mine and her and I were, uh, talking about our faith and our ideologies. And she told me that she didn't, she didn't believe in God. And during this time, you mean the creator, right? Yeah. He did. She didn't believe that this place was made by divine creation. So, but you think it affected your, your relationship, just even having that one difference in that relationship. I didn't realize how much it was affecting me until the end. Her, her father, had actually got cancer and he was he was dying and I, I was I was trying to get her to trying to get her to pray about it and she said her her dad strayed her away from that and told her it was stupid and and I kept trying to talk to her about it well her dad ended up passing away and it, it ended up doing an even bigger it, it was even bigger hit on her faith like there was no way I was convincing her at this point. And I, I don't know what I was thinking about getting in a relationship, not having this talk way ahead of time, but 
Oh, you mean like that thing about taking time to date and to talk and all yeah. that before you yeah. uh, go uh, get Yeah, that tickled? wasn't the case this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, the romance comes, it's not supposed to come right away, right? It's not supposed to, no. <laughs> Um, all of us struggle with that's that. That's another story. <laughs> I know we all struggle with that, man. Long story short, she, uh, I, I couldn't convince her. I, I was, it was unsuccessful. And I thought we were actually going somewhere, you know, it, it felt right. Dairy up Queen. Until this last, huh? Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. That's all we were going to. Uh, but, I uh, was in a, in a bad spot, like I said, and I was doing a lot of thinking, a lot of praying, searching, s- trying to find myself. I, I remember one evening pleading in a prayer for God to help show me what was for certain in this world. I said, Everything is so confused right now. I, I can't, I, I need something to hold on to, some, something to know for for certain. And, and, uh, so you believe he answered that prayer? Well, a week later, I just happened to come across Flat Earth on YouTube, and it it didn't even take but just watching this one video, and it was done in such a way that I feel like it was, yeah, like put there for me to see. Like, so you, yeah, you I mean the Lord answered your prayer, right? I, 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 I truly believe that, yeah. And I mean, that makes sense. Like I, I got goosebumps right now just thinking about this. Like, I, I really do believe that well, I made sure my heart was pure while I was praying and that it was coming from a good spot. And uh, I, I believe he delivered. It was it's just amazing. Well, that's glory to Jesus, all right. Some yeah, might say, oh, well, you're just gullible if you believe something right away on the Internet. But no, it was it was delivered in such a way it might have even been like uh i don't know if you know who eric dubay is he's one of my f- favorite uh teachers of the flat earth i think it was an eric dubay video do you know how to spell that uh eric dubay is e-r-i-c d-u-b-a-y And then shortly after, I found another one, a video made by him, which I would say is a really good beginner video for anybody trying to get into this, is uh, 200 Proofs the Earth is Not a Spinning Ball by Eric Dubay. And that, well, that's that's good, loaded. Man. That's loaded. Like, there's 200 ways that you yourself can prove it. Like, he goes into, uh, in depth about each point, and, and you can just... They're pretty much ways that you can prove it yourself. Like he has very few that are like, you know, opinions or things that we can really do, you know, test out ourselves. Okay. So right now I'm looking out the window and I'm seeing that the sky has changed since I've been sitting here. I mean, literally it looks like there's rain or a storm or something over, yeah, you ever over think, farther. And I'm you like, ever think about all those people who think it's because the earth is turning away from, we're turning away from the earth. That's, that's what we're told. Like the earth is turning away. That's why it looks like the sun's going away from us. Well, man, that's that's a whole lot of science that you're mentioning right there. Yeah. It's Do you a, have anything well, to share about that? Um, well, 
the reason why it looks like the sun is going down is due to perspective. It, it um, has to do with our eyes and that we have limitations on how long we can see um, with the aid of our naked eyes or a lens. We, we have a limitation. We don't have technology that can just see forever yet. So as far as the whole day and night thing, how do you think that takes place? If the sun is closer to us, then it's not the same. So, so now we're on this topic. I want you to look it up if you can and find it. I mean, um, you know, this is something that because we have access to the internet, the, you know, the wild world of, uh, weird, um, well, we could go back and do a couple of Bible verses. Do you want to do that? Like about have, the sun day yeah, and night, the sun, um, the sun moves, not the earth. See, that's the part that I'm talking about because, yeah. but as far as the sun, but do you have anything about the fact that why would the sun be like larger than the earth and why would we be revolving around it yeah they they had to reverse engineer this this story right this heliocentric model they knew their end result that they wanted was to take god out of the situation so they had to go from the conclusion and reverse engineer it saying like we can't go from this way forward so we have to go backwards the only way we can explain our end result is to go one step before that and then create something and wedge away that will explain the event that happened right after that. And then right before that, they have to explain another event. And hopefully down the line, they end up, you know, they can get to where something that will match up with the very beginning. It's it's the story is just it's insane. Like it's one ridiculous theory after another. To, to support each other. So, so you don't have any kind of like astronomy like type facts about, you know, why the sun wouldn't be like extra, extra large. And, you know, and we would be revolving around it instead of it being localized. Cause I've heard the sun and the moon are both localized and they're the same size. Uh, really? Book of Enoch talks about them being the same size. The Book of Enoch. Yeah, it's a book that was taken out of the Bible. Yeah, I've heard of it. I actually named. I had a boxer one time. It was a beautiful dog, and I named him Enoch. Yeah. And uh, he he was a decent dog. I've had smarter though. <laughs> it's a it's a neat it's a wild book if you've ever read it. Um, I think I've really I've only read bits and pieces to be honest. Oh, I see some chickens out there. Uh, yeah, what came see. first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, I'm going to say the chicken. Yeah, God created the, the animals. He doesn't talk about creating the eggs. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I'm referring to a, something I have safe here in my phone. It says, if, if you think it's just a coincidence, the sun is 400 times farther and the moon is 400 times smaller so that they appear the same size. And the moon is orbiting and spinning perfectly in sync so that the same side always faces the Earth. you, you, you got to start thinking for yourself on that one. I mean. So the whole thing with the moon reflecting the sun thing, I mean. Yeah, science tells us that that's the sun's, the sun's light. 
that we're seeing, but there's actually experiments that you can do to prove that the two lights are separate. Um, if that was the sun's light, then the moonlight down on the ground would have to be measurably warmer than moon shade or area where there's no light. But it, in reality, we can test this our, for ourselves and see that with a thermometer, the moonlight is actually colder than area where there is no light at all. That's, that's pretty amazing. Like that'll let you know right there. That's not a reflector. And then the Bible is colder. Yes. Come on, moonlight. Yeah. So if I like in put the, my hand down or a thermometer down in an area where the moonlight's shining, you're yes. saying that's going to be colder. It's, it's going to be a lower temperature than the area where there's no moonlight shining on the ground. Well, that's weird. Why, yeah, would, we that, do why that. would that be? Because the moon, the Bible talks about the moon as its own special light to rule the night. I think the light has properties used to like, um, decay things like I, I believe it's used to so you're talking about it's it would probably be a different type of light yeah so you're saying the moonlight would be different and have different yeah. a whole like different sun, spectrum or something the sunlight makes things grow and the moonlight helps decay things or or let it rest yeah I don't I'm, you know oh that reminds me man that I'd Remember, I was in the, you know, I love music, right? And uh, I believe, you know, it's it's scientific like a lot of other things. And, um, you know, it's kind of the funny thing that you say science tells us, but it's like, let, let's be clear here. Not all science is the same. Just because somebody says, you know, this doctor or this expert says this or that, it doesn't mean it's scientific. Yeah, you got to follow I mean, the money. Like you well, it's funny you say that because like wouldn't science, science be absolute though? Oh yeah. Here, here let me go over something, something to reiterate your point. Uh, science versus pseudoscience. Science follows the evidence wherever it leads. Now pseudoscience. So that's called that's you're talking about unbiased. Yes. So when somebody has a bias, though, they're more likely to lean towards pseudoscience. Yes, and I was getting ready to get to that point. Pseudoscience starts with a conclusion, a bias, then works backwards to conf confirm it. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't like the facts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, science, it embraces criticism. Like we can always check it, do experiments. Uh, pseudoscience is, uh, it's, it's actually, they're actually hostile. They're hostile, uh, uh to criticism, which is actually usually the fact in anything, whether it's politics, whether it's religion, whether it's uh, science, wh whatever it is, man, you always you can always tell when somebody's hostile, it, it pretty much means they're not confident. Right. Like uh, the the only their own their last resort chance is just to bully you. Like if they can. So, so like gender, male and female. I'm looking at two chickens over. We all know that a male, a male and a female chicken's required, right? Absolutely. A horse, like you know, you got a horse. You know, you need a male and a female. So one male horse, which you think is some people would understand this, one male horse can impregnate, you know, a lot of female horses, right? Sure. They have specific horses to breed, you know, um, with female horses. So one male bull. 
you know, can impregnate many female cows. Um, you would think that we'd understand this in society, but, you know, again, the whole confusion, the brainwashing, the twisting, the turning, the, I mean, to me, man, it just, it, it doesn't glorify the creator when, no. you know, people can't have simple discussions about simple things. And to me, the whole gender issue that we see in our society today, man, come on, man. This, it, it, it to me, has gotten utterly oh, ridiculous I know, I know. because it ain't scientific. No. Nope. No, I, yeah, I refuse to accept science from people who <laughs> say that a man can be a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can, you can take anything that the Lord has created and you can adulterate it. You can defile it. You can alter it, but that's not the same thing as saying, well, you know, a guy designed a car and he designed it the way he wanted to design it, or he altered or modified his car. And now his car is no longer just a V6. He dropped a V8 in it and modified it, put a turbocharger on it, blah, blah, blah. That's acceptable. That's allowable. Okay. But you're never going to convince me I need, you know, to buy into some idea where my body needs to be modified to make me a different gender. Right. That makes no sense at all. And when that, ideology or even them that weird mindset or or it's not even a mindset because if your mind's made up like mine is but i still detect i still discern a strange spiritual concept i don't even know what to call it at the moment but it's like something in the air because see the the devil's called uh one of the one of the things that the devil um calls a yeah, one of the things that the Bible calls the devil is the prince of the power of the air. And we understand what that means because we're on smartphones right now. And we understand if I send a text message from here to there, you didn't see it fly through the air, right? Right, yeah. But but you do see the byproduct of me sending the text message. Yep. And, and we could do it from very, 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 very far away as long as we have some some kind of device like a cell phone tower that's connecting you know our devices, right? Yeah. So, I mean, when I have a thought that says anything other than truth, I got to put it in check. And which is something I'm still battling with on certain levels about certain subjects, certain things. But to keep it simple though, you know, I am a man. And if there's a thought that comes in my head that, Oh, may, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a woman. Well, where do you think it comes from? I mean, dude, there's no, there's no divine creator. What to say that you are what you are. I am what I am. Yeah. So if you're a man, there shouldn't be a thought in your head that ever says I'm a woman. Right. Uh, yeah. You, you agree with that, right? I do. But this is what I'm trying to say, though. When you got people trying to claim that they are born a certain way oh, or they're or it's like saying, um, well, little kids five. And it's like, well, no, but he's he thinks he's a girl. But the Bible says that as a man thinks, so is he. So if you start thinking you're a woman, you'll want to modify your body. And you'll want to transform into yes. that. But what, where does that come from? Spirits carry mindsets. And if a spirit is attacking a person, it can start to pick away at their identity. Oh, absolutely. Just like yeah. they do with okay. the identification that we have yeah. with Christ Jesus. If we're created in the Lord's image, the creator of heaven and earth, and we're created to be beautiful, we're created to be strong. We're created to be resilient. We're created to 
function to serve one another. We're, we're created to solve problems. We're created to design and to build and all these things. It's like, well, the devil don't like none of that because obviously anything that glorifies the creator, he don't like. So he, he would rather you have be far to the left, be to the right, far to the right, be up, down, twisted, confused, whatever. But he doesn't want you believing in truth. Exactly. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down now. Uh, I did have a couple more of these comparisons, if you, if you want to do. Go ahead. Um, go with the science. Real science uses precise terminology with clear definitions. Pseudoscience uses vague jargon to confuse and evade. Confuse and evade. That sounds simple, but that is exactly what we've been talking about the entire time. Confusion yes. and evading from what? Truth. Yes. Everybody thinks that everything uh, profound must be compl complicating and confusing and, and take a huge equation to, to figure it out. But the, the opposite is actually true. Anything that's uh, true is uh, goes through uh, your heart and straight into your mind with ease. Like, like I'm looking at a tree right now. So like it's a tree. We call it a tree. It's yeah. a tree. It's not a dog. It's not a cat. Um, it's not a, I mean, it's not a uh, building. It's not a house. It's a tree. Yeah. Um, I'm looking, looking at a bird, you know, out the window. And I, I can just tell you it's a bird. I don't know what kind it is, but I know it's a bird and it's feeding off your bird feeder. It, I, I mean, I know that it's eating because I understand it needs to eat. And that's what it's doing. I'm watching it happen in real time. That's a fact. It's absolute. Yes. Science doesn't, yes. we don't, you don't have to be a scientist like per se, like approved of by a college in order to have a scientific mind and say, you know, I'm going to study these birds um, for so many days and watch their habits and patterns and blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, dude, you can be a scientist without being approved by man. Right. Because yeah. who, who, who does, who gave you intelligence? Yeah. The There's creator. Yep. Um, science claims, real science claims are conservative and tentative. What, what are you talking about? Tentative. Um, the, the, the claims aren't like you can, they're a real a tentative. Um, like they're given attention to, to detail. So you have to pay attention. Yeah. But with pseudoscience, there's grandiose claims that go beyond the evidence. So just accept it and show up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like somebody's already done it. Like we've, we've got a, an astronaut. He's already done it. Some science has already figured it out for you. So you don't even have to go there. Like, So you um, mean to tell me that if they, if, if the Navy stops you at the ice wall and says you can't go no further, then you, you can't be a, a – a true adventurer and be like, Hey, I want to see what's beyond the ice wall. Cause I've heard that's what happens. Yep. Uh, that when Navy. you try to go near that ice wall, I guess, I guess some of uh, the Navy or whatever. Yeah, we're definitely, until you turn around. We're definitely being gate kept. Like, <laughs> we're, we're in a cage. No, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a big, it's a big cage. It's a big ant farm. Don't worry. Alien ant farm. It's amazing to, to realize.